Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. This is the Bill Squire Show. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. Tis the season to be jolly. Don we now our gay apparel? Draw the ancient Yuletide carol. See the blazing Yule before us. Strike the harp and join the chorus. Follow me in merry measure. While I tell of Yuletide treasure. Oh Lord, yeah! Thought that'd be a fun way to start the show off yeah, today. I love that. That's great, right? Who did that? Uh, that is a guy named, where's your name, sir? Aaron Gage. Nice. Aaron Good Gage. Job, Aaron. You can find it on Vimeo. I found it on Reddit this morning, and I dig it. I dig it a lot. It's good stuff. Uh, welcome to the Bill Squire Show. I am Bill Squire, and I'm here with Mary Santora. <laughs> hey, guys. What's up? So, just getting settled in here. Uh <laughs> You have a little depression problem, are you? Dude, and I, I mean, this is like I always know what to time. talk about because of Mary's stories. Yeah, that's fine. I <laughs> post about it on Instagram. It's been like, honestly, I did my album recording about, what, 10 days ago, 12 days, two weeks ago now. Mm-hmm. And I think that was just having something to look forward to was so exciting. Yeah. And then once it was over, I was like, my life is meaningless. <laughs> Serious. It's just like I don't have anything to get out of bed for. Like I don't have to come to work till two. So it's like, why am I getting up at eight thirty? Like I have nothing to do. I don't care. I mm-hmm. stopped cooking. I stopped working out. Like, and I haven't worked out in in probably at least six weeks. Like consistently. Yeah. And um, yeah. It's just like this is like the third round of it this year where I'm like, God damn it! And like I feel myself falling into the same routines, mm-hmm. and it's like this cycle that you just got to get up and break, and I just can't. Oh, it's just so frustrating. It is, and it's it's something that I've struggled with my entire life. Mm-hmm. Just like depression. Like I'm so familiar with depression that when I'm not depressed, I'm like, What's going on? Something's wrong. Like I like <laughs> like I, I won't be depressed. I'd be like, I'm just getting out of bed. That yeah. seems weird for me. Uh-huh. That's like a weird thing. Like, I'm in a pretty good spot right now, all things considered. But, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely had some severe bouts of depression this year. But it's one of those things where it's just, it's like looking those little things. And, you know, we were talking about this yesterday. Routines and things like that help us stay, you know, from getting into that depression or help us get out of that depression. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, you know, like, why would I get up? Like, get up because you can. Yeah. And do something and, and, and find something that 
is enjoyable to do. And, you know, it, and it doesn't have to be productive or, or whatever. Just do something. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I've just been. I did that today. Like, I was in bed till afternoon. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, just get up and friggin' stretch. Just do anything. So I, like, stretched a little bit. And then I did, like, um, at-home workout. It's nothing crazy. I mean, it made me sweat and right, got my heart rate something. up. But... And it's also a good reminder that, you like, on a day like today where you don't want to get out of bed, you can always say, hey, if it sucks, you can get back in bed. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. You can make, like, I'll do that agreement with myself all the time. They're like, hey, if you get up now you'll have time to get back in bed if it's what you really want. Yeah. But then once you get up and get, start going and start doing things, you go, oh, okay, this wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And it's just this, like, constant battle that I've, I mean, literally my entire adult life. Yeah, dude. And it's like we were talking about yesterday, like, I like having things to do and I'm a busy mm-hmm. person. So when I don't have anything to do except laundry, and I'm like, well, this isn't, I don't have to do this. I don't have, to, you know what I mean? So it's right. like, it's almost like I put off mundane tasks and easy responsibilities because once I get them all accomplished, it scares me to have, to really have nothing to do. Right. You know, and how how depressing is that? It's like, oh, I'm looking forward to getting my oil changed because it's something to do next week, yeah. you know? So, like, knocking all that stuff off, that's how I, I don't know, I had that revelation this morning where I'm like, why am I putting off this easy stuff? I mean, like, checking the mail, easy yeah. stuff. Like, why am I putting this off? And it's like, oh, because once you do it, then what? Then what, yeah, because yeah. then you have nothing to do, uh, and then you fall into, like, some less healthy things, whether it's just eating food out of boredom oh my God. or, you know, playing with yourself. Masturbation can be a real <laughs> problem. You even have a bit about it. Yeah. Where it's like you developed, uh, you know, I don't want to ruin the bit, but it basically Which, when you're sad, you're doing that. When you do it too that. much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah for when sure. you do it too much. Um, yeah. It's honestly ruining it how wet it is, to be honest. <laughs> you're isolating my stories now. <laughs> oh, my God. I, um... Made well. That's the thing that I like doing. I like exercising, cooking, and journaling are the three things that like I know if I do. Wait, let me do that again so okay. it comes through Go the ahead. thing. I didn't have it plugged in all the way. Where? What it is to be honest. See, Alan makes this stuff look um, easy. It's honestly ruining it. How wet it is to be honest. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying is like those three things really helped me. So yesterday, even though it was just a crock pot, I'm like I'm gonna cook dinner. I haven't cooked in my home i cook breakfast pretty much every day but like making dinners and things i haven't done that since before thanksgiving yeah um because then i was living off leftovers for a week and then i was just like dining out or whatever um or getting takeout and so i was like all right yesterday before work i was like i'm gonna put all this stuff in a crock pot this is great and i was an idiot and it's just i actually thought about our conversation yesterday when i was talking about like I read a recipe and was like, oh, this doesn't look right. And so I like improvised. <laughs> it didn't call for me to add any water or broth or anything, but it didn't look like it would be moist enough without it. So I did. And then now my taco mix is like just sopping wet. And I don't know if you ever tried to. This <laughs> all going to sound so gross. I've never tried to eat a wet taco before. But it, <laughs> this is all too easy. This is all too I know. That's why there's, I'm like There's a certain by. chain around here that like specializes in wet tacos. I won't it's call annoying. them out. It's annoying. But it's disgusting. It's it's like, this is not drain what this I, stuff. Yes. yes. I don't want to sop and wet taco. So I was like trying to drain it. And then by mm. the time I got it onto the plate, and I'm like, oh my God. And uh, But it still tastes, I actually brought some if you want some after this. Because I haven't eaten yet today because I was running around like a crazy person. Um, I drained most of the juice. And then your girlfriend hit me up like later and was like, oh, save the juice and make a sauce out of it. I was like, well, it's gone now. Like, <laughs> what the heck? Um, but even just like cooking and having healthy food to eat, it's just... People ask me for a recipe for it. Uh, it's just 
chicken, a can of salsa or a jar of salsa. Yeah. Um, peppers, onions, and like taco seasoning, whatever seasonings you want to yeah, put in. Yeah, but then you it. went off book anyway. So just Google a good Google one. Don't go with the one that Mary. No, no, no. The only thing I went off butchered. Book, the only thing I went off book with was adding water to it. You don't okay. need to add water to ah, it. Gotcha. That was it. Gotcha. Um, and then rice and whatever. But yeah, it was really easy. If you just do crock pot chicken salsa, it'll mm. pop up, and it's it's very easy. Um, but yeah, even that, just like cooking and the, like it tasted really good. I'm like, okay, like even that makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah, just do it. Like I said, doing anything like makes you feel productive. Like tonight when I go home, I have to move everything out of my bedroom because the floors are getting redone in there. Like after four or five months of waiting, mm-hmm. it's finally getting done. And I've been dreading that all week and it keeps getting pushed back. And like I was about to do it last night and the guy calls me and he's like, hey, we're not going to be here until Saturday now. And I'm dreading it, but I'm also like, but what else am I doing tonight? Right. Like, I don't have anything, like, anything else to do. Well, I'm so gonna... you can just do it and take your time and not have to worry about it. Yeah, I'm going to be um, in this building until probably 10 or 11 tonight. Just because of what I have to do. I have to work for the whole weekend. I have to do things. Mm-hmm. And then I also have a virtual corporate gig at 7, which is just annoying, the timing of it, because I'm going to be like starting actual work, yeah. and then I have to stop in the middle of it to do this corporate gig and then yeah. start back up, and it's three days worth. I have to do Saturday, Sunday, and Monday's mm-hmm. worth of work tonight. Just knock it all so out. So I'm just like, oh my God, I'm just going to be here. We also have to do Week and Cox Sunday morning, wink, yes. wink. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't want to forget that. Okay, <laughs> Jesus, yeah. yeah. So we got to knock that out. So like getting ready this morning, I was like, I didn't get out of bed in time, and then I was like, I forced Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of Ookla speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details force myself to work out. I'm like, if I don't do anything else today, I'm going to do some form of workout. And then like, I had to take a shower and then I didn't eat and I'm like rushing around and then I had to get all my stuff to do the corporate gig here because I wasn't going to be able to go home. So I had to like pack my ring light and my laptop and my this and my that. And like, I'm like, I felt like the opening scene of Home Alone where I'm like running around, like trying to, just trying to get everything that I need to get, you know? But it's fine. We're here. Yeah, we're doing it. and, And again, you had things to do, and you have more things to do. Yeah. So, like that's you want things to do. So, yes. So, yes. As much as it feels overwhelming, it's good to have those things. And then that dark time, though, like that depression. There's a creativity that I have in those moments where, like, I mean, even just earlier this year when my girlfriend broke up with me, like we were going through a weird time. Mm-hmm. Like, I was on it with like social media posts, and like I was being weird. It was weird posts, but it, like the creativity was flowing in me. Yeah. So sometimes depression will do that. Depression or just just, just or whatever. Anything. Yeah, you like there's something about that, and it, it gets scary too because then that be, you're like, oh, is depression my muse? Right. And it's like you're gonna be the people who can't write without drinking or yes, whatever. Yes, yes, like, and who, you get afraid of that. Who's that f- uh, famous uh, Orwell? Was he the drunk that drank uh, himself no, into it? No, no, no. Um, there's a writer who like was yeah, an alcoholic. Starts with H. Uh, he, he's the guy that was like in war. I have no idea. And that's not that's Harry Hickenbacker. That's not a guy. Harry, that's a, you made that name up big <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, I sure did. <laughs> uh, no, but like, then you start name? to play with that, and you're like, oh, this is something that has to happen. And you know what really annoyed me? Is that I'm like, the reason why I'm late and rushing around is because I was trying <laughs> to break this friggin' depression. And if I would have just stayed in bed. Oh, hi. Uh, 
Somebody calling us? Yeah, we're getting calls. We're, we're going to have a bunch of uh, stuff. So let me just share it. Okay. Still got some stuff to set up. What's his name? I'm trying to remember his name. It's not Emerson. No, it's not Emerson. He was like... Henry David Thoreau? No, I think he was a drunk too, but I think there's one specifically we're thinking of. I think he was in World War One. He got hurt. Google who was the drunk He fell writer. in love with the nurse. Hemingway. 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 I was pretty close with uh, Henry Heckenberg. He had the cats. <laughs> he had the, th- the thumb cats like Dutch. Um... But then I'm aggravated and because I'm like, listen, I'm just trying to break this depression and get out of bed and do something. Mm-hmm. And me breaking the cycle of depression threw off the rest of my day. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm like, I'm trying to do something good for my body. I'm trying to friggin' just work out and eat right. And then now the rest of my day is shot. Yeah, but it's not shot, shot, but you know but what it I just, mean. It's a little more tumultuous than it had to be if you had just Behind. gotten up. Yeah. Yes. Um, so here's something I was talking with my girlfriend about last night. And... I I think it's interesting that she's a person that when you look at her, you can kind of figure out who she is mm-hmm. just based off of looks. Like her face or what she wears? What she wears. Like okay. the way she dresses tells the story of her pretty well. Mm-hmm. And how accurate would you say your clothing does that for you? Well, I wear a lot of different things. Like, this is just kind of, I mean, my socks match my shirt. The last time I wore this outfit, someone told me I looked like an old Navy commercial, <laughs> um, <laughs> which is fine. But I feel like I, I will wear this, but then I'll also wear, like, black jeans with the combat-looking boots and yeah. a leather jacket and a graphic tee. And I love wearing, like, getting really dressed up and glammed up and in a, you know, a beautiful dress with my mm-hmm. hair done and my makeup all done. But, like, so, day-to-day Mary, like, day-to-day Mary... Just what you would wear to the station on a day-to-day basis. I feel like that's this. Just yeah. jeans and like a top, a sweater yeah. or a t-shirt or something. Do you yeah. think that like is pretty indicative of who you are as a person? Because like my girlfriend, easygoing, for example, is like she is... How, how easygoing do you think you are? I think I'm pretty easygoing. <laughs> I, think, I think as long as people are going with you. What do you mean? <laughs> I think you are easygoing, but once something isn't the way you want it to be, you're not easygoing. In what way? I need an example. Mr. I need examples. Give me one. Uh, like yesterday, you going to uh, Lowe's and having a hard time there where like you were so worried that people were going to think you're a dumb girl yeah. that you turned something that could have been easygoing like, hey, I'm just going to Lowe's. I don't know anything about anything. I'm just going to go in here, get my ladder, and be out of here. I think it's different. I don't think... I put unnecessary pressure on myself, but when mm-hmm. I'm in like social social situations or with other people, I feel like yeah. I'm easygoing. If someone's like, "Hey, we want to go do this," I'm like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." Yeah, yeah, I would say that. But but I, on my when it comes to just me, I'm a crazy person, right? Like and full blown. And that's the what I'm, I know about you, though. But that's just with that, me. Yeah, I'm not like but, that uh, with I, other people. Right. Okay. So you'll you'll go with the flow with other people. You're easygoing with other people, but not with yourself. And maybe I'm a there's train a, wreck in my maybe own there's brain. a lesson to be learned there. <laughs> Dude, I've said that a hundred times. That is a reoccurring and why I like journaling so much. That's a reoccurring thing in my journal where I'm like, if anybody in my life talked to me the way that I talk to me, it would be over. I yeah. would we would never speak again. It would ruin a friendship. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I actually realized in sobriety was how how hard I am on myself and how relentlessly, like, I don't let up. Yeah. And it's uh, definitely a character flaw that I'm trying to well, work on. Well, that's but... why when people, you know, if someone comes at us in a negative way, 
on uh, social media or anything like that. It's not that we're obsessing over them. It's that that's triggering the part of us that believes them. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Like, yeah, I am a fraud, or I am. Or I'm, too I'm bad, already or do whatever telling you yes, that. Yes, I don't exactly. need to hear from you. <laughs> so it's like you're you're battling this thing, and they're just kind of reminding you of it. You're just like, because you don't care about that person, but it does. It is how you feel about yourself yeah. in a way, and like I I have that problem like severely to the point where like. I I, I want to get back to a point where I just didn't care so much. Mm-hmm. And it's because we don't have anything else right now, man. I'm telling you, that's what it is. It is, but I didn't it give, isn't, though. I didn't give half a shit what people would say when yeah. I was able hey, to... Hey, you did it! <laughs> Mary's you first got a swear. Cuss. Yeah. Um, I, I really could care less when... I mean, I'm more prone to that, but when I was able to just go on stage every night yeah. or like... You know what I mean? Like this twice a month on stage thing is killing me. I had other I know, stuff right? going on or traveling or I had bigger things to worry about. Flights and hotels and checking in and renting a car. Like I didn't really care what you thought because I have other things to worry and about. And that's also. I don't have anything else to worry about now. Something that why I wanted to do these shows while we were on like vacation or, mm-hmm. you know, vacation is because if we weren't doing stand up that much and we weren't getting the creative outlet of the Alan Cox show, me doing my podcast once a week is going to not be enough of an outlet for me to have that creative fulfillment because mm-hmm. I need that. Oh, yeah. And, like, if I don't have that, it feels like that's when the depression really sinks in and gets, like, scary. When you feel like you have nothing. Like, when I was yeah. like, I have nothing after the album recording, I was like, what else is there to live for? Right. <laughs> album already, release! Yeah, I know that. <laughs> and I, like, have to go through. I haven't had time because it's three shows that are each over an hour long that I have mm-hmm. to listen to and kind of time out yeah. and say, hey, this is what I like or what I don't like or mm-hmm. levels or whatever. So I haven't felt like I've had three block hours. Right. And here's the lies I tell myself, too. I tell myself I don't have three consecutive hours to sit and listen to those and take notes on it. Um, but in reality, I watched three episodes of The Queen's Gambit last night. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, But again, that that comes down to the balance that you have, and you posted about this and you shared this on your on your Instagram story about like that is work. So you've been working and learning new skills here. Yeah. So I can totally understand why you don't want to go home and then and do, do another more three work hours of work. Yeah. Three for three but, hours. That's that's even though they're different yeah. things, it's still you know mentally exhausting. And then it felt like I mean, and this is what I say when you're like, "Are you easygoing?" I'm like, with everybody else, yes. With myself, no. Because then I start to beat myself up. Where it's like, people would kill to have a job that they love. Mm-hmm. A lot of people hate their job. So, are you really bitching about going home and doing what you love at the end of the day? Right, like, and that's really what it comes down to me with like the way I dress and like my appearance. Like I love, like this was the goal. This is one of the reasons I got into comedy. One of the reasons that I didn't want to do things the way everybody else does them is so that I could dress how I want, basically. And just being able to wear T-shirts and sweatpants or T-shirts and jeans and not really have to get dressed up all the time, when there was a big part of my life where I had to basically wear a uniform, Mm -hmm. uh, this is heaven to me. Yeah. And so when people are like, oh, you dress like a teenager, they'll they'll say dumb things like that. And I'll just be like, yeah, isn't it great? I can dress how I want. I can dress however I want. Yeah. And it's wonderful. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. 
based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas. Visit cox.com slash internet for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, that's what I like about um, having a lot of different looks in my wardrobe. Yeah. Where something where it's easy, just like a sweater and some socks, a cozy little winter look. I like this. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, like more of a, um, I don't know, rocker vibe where it's like, you know, I got the boots and the jacket and the yeah. hair up. And you know what I mean? And got I can do my... leather jacket confidence. Yeah. And, yeah, right? You could do your makeup a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Or I have like, um, for shows, I like to wear like a nice top and some heels, you know? What? Yeah, someone said Debbie Dirt Diddler, which is Gross. well, that was the the. Oh, is that, that who's helping? Well, no, wasn't that the like one of the country music people that I brought up? Oh, maybe I don't know. I think it was something like that, but yeah, I mean, having those looks, but having, but I also don't think that you can look at me and really, like, you can know some things about me, but you're not gonna you're gonna have some assumptions about me that are gonna be way off. Because you wear sweatpants in public. Yes. So people like this guy doesn't even care. Right, and I don't, for the most part. Well, then about that's some accurate. Things, but about some things. But then there's also, like, I think people could look at me and assume that I'm going to be uh, less woke than I am. Oh, Jesus. I'm not woke at all. No. But, you know. <laughs> but no, like, I think people would think that, uh, and, and this happens a lot, like, p- people were coming at me over the Indian stuff, and then they were talking about, like, why do you put your pronouns in your profile? I'm like, to so- show support to my trans son. Yeah. And they're like... How is that support? I'm like, because... Like, normalizing it. It normalizes it. And I hate it. that people are overuse the word normalize because I think yeah. it is very important mm-hmm. to do things like that. But when it's every other tweet is like, normalize eating two cookies at once. I'm like, why? Like, yeah. do you have to? Like, this is... A, I mean, whatever. Listen, you know, about that is normal. Right. <laughs> Who eats one cookie? Nobody. Nobody ever. <laughs> yeah, it's a horrible way to live your life. Eat two cookies at once and then throw one of them up. So I guess... Be an adult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, binge and purge. Come on. Half um, purge. Not all <laughs> Don't purge them all cuz then you have a problem, but if you purge a little bit, I feel like that's just calorie control. I think that depending on the day that you see me, you might get con- you might not know. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Does that make sense? That like I wear a lot of different or like I have vans and a flannel and yeah. you know. I think I just never had clothes growing up, so... So now you want all I just want to wear... Yeah. yeah, and I feel cute. You're like, now I'm all the kids in high school. Yes! <laughs> I'm the like, rocker. I'm the preppy. I'm yeah. every single person. But I think there's little parts of me that is all those things. Like no, the, I agree. The vans and the well, and black tank top for emo night. <laughs> and that's why <laughs> you it's, know? You know, it's, it's almost like I'm jealous, in a way, of my girlfriend, because she dresses in a way that, you know, pretty much tells you who she is, mm-hmm. but she's... And I don't want to say she's that simple because she's more than that, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is that, like, it's that contained. Yeah. Like, she has no desire to step out of that. And there's some some sort of comfort to that. Yeah. That's who she is. And she's mm-hmm. totally confident and comfortable in it. And that's, yeah, that's yep. great. All right. Well, uh, what was the next thing? I was, oh, uh, you don't like basketball, right? You no. want to talk about that for a little bit? I mean, I, sure. All right. I, this is going to be a one-sided conversation because I don't have anything to add. No, I think it's, well, Kyrie Irving right now is 
getting like everybody's panties in a twist because he doesn't want to do interviews after it's not really about basketball Mm -hmm. so Kyrie irving is doing all these he's not doing interviews which Mm -hmm. in the nba it's part of your contract is you're supposed to be available for media yeah to take questions and he instead of doing that he's been releasing statements about this on his social media rather than just talking to the reporters okay because he doesn't like what they like how they take him out of context blah 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 all these different excuses but mostly he just he thinks he's better than people and like he used that term like he said like uh i don't talk to pawns which was like he was quoting malcolm x and he's like that's like but he used it for a very different meaning yeah and it's just like it, it rubbed a lot of people the wrong way and Charles Barkley uh, pretty much killed it on talking about how Kyrie's been handling this whole situation. So here's uh, Charles Barkley talking about Kyrie Irving and the whole not talking to the media thing. I don't hate on him, but I'm not sure what point Kyrie is trying to make. Uh, I'm, and when he talks, I'm like, what the hell is he trying? What is he saying and what is he trying to say? Listen, guys, I think a lot of these guys, he starts talking about what an artist he is. He's a basketball player. That's what he is. We're, we, listen, we're, we're, not, uh, in the, we're not trying to, we're not frontline responders. We're not teachers. Yo, man, you dribble a basketball. Stop acting like you're the smartest person in the world. Now, can you talk about social issues and things like that? Of course. But some of the other stuff, I'm like, yo, man, you do realize you're just a basketball player, right? Uh, and it seems like he's like, no, I want you guys to know I'm the smartest guy in the room. I'm like, well, first of all, you're not. You only went to college for six months. <laughs> a, lot of player, uh, a lot of guys are smarter than you are. Just answer stupid basketball questions. <laughs> and if you want to say something about social justice, say it and mean it because it's important and significant. But all that other stuff, like, yo, man, shut the hell up and talk basketball. <laughs> I don't have- Oh, so I love that. And I think he's spot on. Like, yes, you can talk about things that are important to you, but you are a basketball player getting asked questions about basketball, and you're making that seem like it's not part of your job. Right. Or like it's – everyone can be annoyed. No matter what your job is, there's annoying parts to it. Right. You know what I mean? And I get that if that's part that – but you signed the contract with it in it. Yeah. And it's not like it's a small contract. Dude's getting paid $100 million to play basketball. Yeah. And then he has to talk to – reporters for 15 minutes after games right like that's that seems worth it yeah that's a lot of money to yeah. do that i mean it's like going back to what i said where it's like there's so many people who hate their job yeah. that are so they are not getting to live their dream that aren't you know making that kind of money and it's like well he's just, also making just, it difficult too because there's people whose job is to talk to him after the game like that's yeah. their job they're journalists they're they're reporters and they're supposed to ask them ask questions and he's got this whole I'm better than you are attitude, which is why the media is so hard on him is because he acts like they're beneath him. Mm-hmm. I hate people like that. Yeah. It There's a just lot of me the wrong like way. that. And like, he's such a good basketball player and he's so entertaining on the, on the floor. But to have that like air of like, I'm better than you. And like, I hate that with comedy too. Oh, there's so many comedians. Like, like as Charles Barkley was saying that, I was thinking of comics. Yeah. Where I was like, they're all over social media or tweeting or this or that. I'm yeah. like, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, chill out. And it's just like where one thing that I've always, like with the shows that I've run, 
I always try to learn the comics' names, mm-hmm. you know, and like there's a lot, so I don't always get everybody's name, but I try to and be available to talk to them because one thing that I've always thought is like while we're in Cleveland doing comedy, yes, there's hierarchies, and like I kind of explained it to you, like you have like the enough clout in the scene now that if you want to go do an open mic and bump yourself up on the list, you've earned the right to do that. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that you also are so much better than everybody there because somebody else could be just as good as us in a few years. Yeah. It does make me feel like a dick doing stuff like that though. And I've I've told, you know, guys yeah. who are running the open mics, I'm like, I'm try I try not to do it all the time. Right. And if I do, it's one of those things where if like I'm about to go out of town or mm-hmm. I'm like I just have two minutes, like just let me in two minutes and yeah. out. Because I remember I think I I don't know if I've talked to you about this before. I said where comedy is like the only time I actually feel like a Republican, like where because I'm like I earned it and nobody helped me before. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if I had to suffer through it and get mm-hmm. bumped 45 times because I do remember starting out and like you and Dalton and Twos and Ramon yeah. and like all the the older dudes, like, you know the the better comics. I'd be sitting at the open mic for like three hours. Yeah, and I'd be like, what the hell? Like, why do they care? I was here first. This is I don't care mm-hmm. what you've done. This is bullshit. You know what I mean? I'd be like super mad. Um, but then it's like almost getting to a certain level where you're like, yeah, well, I worked hard to get there. Yeah, you, you know? work hard like, to get there, but also you have. But to, I remember that feeling of it being so feeling, crappy. And and one thing to remember, like what then, my jokes aren't funny. You know what I mean? Like is like they weren't but. for people to stop in and and especially this happens once you start running a show. And you know that you can put somebody on a lineup that's going to bring life into the room. Yeah. That is a huge benefit. Yeah. And so, like, you have to do that kind of cost. Ben- like, yes, Kyrie is a star. Yeah. Like, he's absolutely a star. Uh, but part of being a star is going and doing those interviews. Like, when you're a good comic, like, you, yes, you go and you do those open mics and you can bum people. Don't be a dick about it. Right, right, right. Like there's a right way to do it and a wrong way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, he's being, he's just being arrogant. Yeah. And then I think that's hard too, though, because when you are that good and you know your worth and like it's, I feel like it would be hard to stay humble. Well, it is, but it also is you one of those things where- You don't have to be an asshole, but there's, like- There's proof to, that's out there as far as Kyrie Irving goes, that- has been very humbling and he's not accepting that stuff. So he's talked shit about LeBron mm-hmm. and like he, like the, one of the things that started this whole thing is he went on Kevin Durant's podcast and said he's finally with somebody that he feels comfortable taking the last shot besides him. Yeah. Which was a shot at LeBron. Yeah. And the reason Le- Kyrie's where he's at is because LeBron came back to Cleveland, teamed up with him and put him in a national spotlight that he had never been in before. Yeah. And so for him to take those shots at LeBron and then like he backtracks like, oh, I wasn't talking about LeBron. I wasn't. And it's like, dude, you were obviously talking about LeBron. Right. And, and everybody knows that that's mm-hmm. a thing where LeBron's going to do that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they know he's known for that. Like, well, LeBron, LeBron handled the situation well. Right. Where like when he talked is he, he's like, hey, I want to hear everything that he said. I want all the context. Give me the transcript. I want to read through it. I want to hear it, and uh, then he's just like, "Damn, I can't believe this dude is uh, coming at me like this." Yeah. Like after we, you know, I I, I always wanted what was best for him and the team, and you know, and he just uh, was kind of hurt by it. And it's, yeah. And so Kyrie's just got that kind of me first attitude when he he wants to be a number, he wants to be Batman, but he's Robin. Yeah. And he's gonna be Robin. Yeah. Like that's he's not a number one player on a team because even when he went to the Celtics, 
he wasn't leading them to championships. They were better when he wasn't on the floor. I feel like you see that in uh, in movies about bands. Yeah. Where, like the one guy, like the the guitarist will sabotage everything and try to start his own new band because yeah. he wants to be the guy. He wants to be the, well, that's the, the lead singer and it never works out. It's the whole <laughs> ego thing. Like, yeah. it's, it's okay to want to go out and do your own thing, but it's also like... You gotta understand like where your bread is buttered too. Yeah, 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 for sure. So like I, I, that's one thing that I think is very important, especially when it comes to you know comedy or entertainment or whatever it is. Like if you think you can do it, go out and do it and prove it. But don't act like you did it already when you haven't. Right, right, right. And that's that's one of the things that always has bothered me. Well, we've talked about that in other aspects too, where like people will. People will conflate what they have done or how good they actually are in in yeah. all types of work, where you're just like, "What are you talking about, man? Like, this is not even close. Like, you're throwing out accolades or this or that. Like, trying to and I get trying to like fit in or be a part of a conversation, um, but when when it comes to just straight up lying or like where your ego is just creating and, and i think that sometimes people truly do believe that like Kyrie mm-hmm. does believe he's the best basketball player on the planet right like he truly believes that in yes. his head and so i think i don't know where it, and then when it other, gets... and then we gets teamed up with somebody that is <clears throat> constantly being called the best player in the world mm-hmm. lebron james he takes issue with that yeah and the, he's like well where do i get my deal it's like well when you, lebron wasn't on the team you guys were a lottery you guys had the first pick of the draft yeah. Because you weren't that good. Yeah. Like, you don't lead a team the way he does. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, <sighs> I don't know. It's, it's just one of those things where you got to keep yourself in check and, and just, you know, do the work. Yeah. Well, and I think when I say it's got to be hard to stay humble once you, and this kind of goes back to the Kevin Love imposter syndrome thing where you're just like being at a top level, but also, realizing there's more work to be done Mm -hmm. or you're not i mean if this is as great as you're ever going to be that's also kind of depressing where it's like all right well you've peaked now you're saying that this is as good as it gets and you don't get the respect you deserve because you're the best there ever was like what's the next step you know yeah and i think that i mean personally that's something i i'm like i said very hard on myself so even if i do get to a certain level like with the open mic thing where i'm like man i don't want to bump these kids or whatever you know like they've been sitting here all night or yada 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 like you get to a certain level you have to find the balance of knowing how good you are without conflating the ego of it yeah like knowing your worth but not over exaggerating it right well it's like you are good and you put in time and you have talent and you're making a living at this but you're still at the same open mic as them exactly yes that's yeah. a perfect way to you're put still, it where it's still like walking through the same door yeah my name's on the same list that yours is yeah you know and so it's you know same and and that is one thing too like comedy is brutal with humbling you oh where, god you could be the best comic yeah, in the world and it, just it, the crowd's off or your timing's weird yeah and you, you say eat, the wrong thing dick, like yeah and it just sucks <laughs> I mean, you see that well, with... is it like that with sports? I don't watch a lot of basketball. Like, Well, the could, drop-off is is there. And then also, there's a lot of things that go into, you know, you can be an incredibly talented person, be on a bad team. Jo- Joe Thomas, for example. Yeah. Who is, like, first ballot Hall of Fame left tackle, and he was on a shitty team for most of his career. Yeah. Like, he had, like, one good season. Yeah. And didn't even get into the playoffs. Like, he's a guy that never went to the playoffs. So they could be like, oh... Well, we can't call him the greatest left tackle of all time because he didn't, you know, get to the he playoffs. He doesn't have a ring like, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but that 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 doesn't play into it because he did his job really well. Yeah. And so, and I think that's one of those things where 
you just go, okay, I can control what I can, and then what I can't, you just got to let it go. Yeah. And that's also, you know, one of the reasons where, like, being, you know, having this job that we have, like, it's an opportunity. You come, It comes to you, and, you know, you, you think of things more in the terms of fate, but I think of it as, like, there's these opportunities, and you can make choices. Mm-hmm. And those choices will lead to, uh, you know, consequences one way or the other. And so... One thing, and one of the consequences of us staying in Cleveland is that people will always look at us and be like, oh, how come you guys didn't try, you know, and you have plans to go to New York or whatever, but they, they will be like, oh, you're just local comedians or blah, 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 when, you know, that that's really irrelevant yeah. to how actually funny someone is. Yeah, I get that. I get that. But it's the way when you say there's choices that you make, I guess I don't really think about the choices so much as the reaction to things happening to me and i understand that that's a choice but like when a situation occurs that maybe i didn't choose Mm -hmm. something happened and i'm like god damn it that sucks yes i'm making choices in the future but i'm looking at that that situation that i had no control over right and that's how i see it as fate right but it's it's just there's either opportunity or there's not right so like we both got into a job because of vacancies in the position right 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 right. so it's not like like is it fate that those things happened or is it just coincident that those things happen and we were there to get the jobs yeah i don't that see i guess i never i was thinking about like more stand-up stuff but yeah that's but even yeah stand-up stuff as well like having connections and having uh those you know ties to the community where people are aware of you so that when the opportunity becomes available you're the one that gets called upon yeah versus you could be just as funny as you are now, but your ability to network with people is what puts you in front of people so that when they say, hey, we need someone to, you know, be in this joke writing contest for, you know, the, this roast battle in Cleveland. Yeah. So that that's why you were there. I mean, the ability was there, but your name being out there is because you know how to network. Yeah, but the people who called me, so that's what Bill's referring to is this this roast battle that we did over in like maybe May and June Yeah, um, is what ultimately led to the record people yeah. calling me and saying, hey, let's put an album together. Right. Um, and those are opportunities that build off of each other. Yes, yes, yes. But it was like, yes, I chose to take that opportunity for the roast battle, but somebody also put me up for that. Right, but somebody that you knew because they knew who you were from doing taking other opportunities. Maybe it's a, I don't know. It's not like Maybe they I'm just... uncomfortable taking credit for all that, where it's like, well, I they could have given anybody else's name. Yes, they it's could It's cool have. that they gave mine, yes. but I'm not, I but don't know. But they gave, it's, and I imagine they gave more than just your name. Yeah. And they go, okay, we looked through these names, and then because your name was one given, they looked through the credentials there and, and saw, okay, we like her, we want her to be in it. And then also, while you were doing it, like, you were... You were having a good time, but you are also really like, man, I don't even know why I did this. Like, I hate this. I hated it. it. Yeah. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But well, it also, but then it led to something else. It's the same time every time you ask me to do... Uh, I don't think people understand the amount of work that goes into a roast battle show. Yeah. Like, they're very entertaining. People love roasts, and yeah. I get it. I totally get it. Um, but the amount of writing that goes into those shows for you to get a couple minutes of jokes is, like, hours and hours of work. And it's stressful. And in a tournament style like that, you're on a time limit. So it's like, hey, I don't find out who I'm battling tomorrow until midnight tonight. So I have a few hours to come up with jokes that are going to be good enough to advance me to the next round. That's why I didn't like it. Yeah. Because I'm like, it's it's stressful. And yeah. um, it puts a lot of pressure on you. And it's the same thing when you asked me to do Stand and Deliver, where it's like, I have one hour to write five jokes, which seems like it should be easy, but it's not. But it's not. But... There's something about that stress and that, uh, you know, that that gets things firing. Like yeah. where you get, you go, okay, here's these five topics. If you don't know what Stand and Deliver is, it's a, it's a great idea. It's a show I love it. That uh, I used to do at East End Bistro and Tavern or Pub or whatever it is. But uh, you get five topics from the audience, and then two comics write jokes about those five topics and go back and forth. And I was like taking the competitiveness out of it and just make it fun. Like making it silly. Well, I'm just too competitive of a person. I know, and that's what, and that made it fun for me to be like, yeah. okay, someone, you know, for whatever reason, I win this one yeah. as the host. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, it was yeah, just, yeah. but it was, you you knew who won. Yeah, you, you really could tell knew which joke yeah. was better. Yes. Yeah, I get that. So, but sometimes the jokes were like just building off the jokes in the moment were, were some of the things that made it so fun. Mm-hmm. Like there was a lot of. Uh, writing that went into it but there's also a lot of improv and it was just it was such a fun exercise i love that yeah i try to do it on my own but i don't because there's no time pressure and yeah. nobody's expecting like, anything hey. i'm like i'm not gonna write about owls today like yeah. i'm just <laughs> i'm just not gonna do that like. yeah so whew. all right well i'm gonna take us to a quick break uh this will be my girlfriend and i talking for a little bit when we were drinking the other night nice and uh we talk a little bit about Christmas. We started off with a Christmas song, and we're going to talk a little bit more about Christmas when we get back. The point is, my girlfriend, tell me. You're this talking is sad. about me like I'm not fucking I'm, I'm, here. I'm, I'm going to get set off. this up. Get off. You have feelings about Christmas. Tell people what you think about Christmas. Um, if the Grinch was. Someone who wore weird jackets and dyed their hair and put sweatbands on their head and went in public. It might be me. Anti-Christmas. Fuck Christmas. She doesn't like Christmas. Fuck Christmas music, especially hard sideways and upside down, not the fun way. But. Uh, yeah, me, and, and who I butt. like Christmas. And in the butt. I like Christmas. Which, okay, why? I like Christmas. Why and for what? I like the I like giving people that I love little presents. Okay, but you can do that any time of the year. And I do. But I like this Christmas season. I like the lights. I like the pageantry. I don't care about the baby Jesus part. You you like the fluff? Yes, I like the, the I like the Christmas fluff. I'm the opposite of Charlie Brown. 
I like the commercialized aspects oh, of Christmas. I want the tree, which is a pagan <laughs> tradition. I want the songs that don't have to do with the baby Jesus. I want I hate all of them, by all, the way. All the Christmas songs? I think Felice Navidad is okay with me. All right, Felice Navidad, so you don't hate all of them. Uh, because I, I like... Here's the thing. Because I want to go to Mexico for fucking Christmas and be alone. Okay, but I like all I want for Christmas is you, but only when it... But I have a caveat. I like it when it is mashed up with another song. No, up on this show. Or I like the versions where it's the cyberpunk goth kids underneath the bridge... From Germany. You said punk, and I immediately thought of Dave Hill. It's like these fucking <laughs> cyberpunks. County <laughs> punks, they come around. Also, I'm wearing Dave's, Dave Hill's shirt right now. These fucking, I, these fucking Christmas punks are gonna meet me under the mistletoe, and I'm gonna kiss them with my fists. I joined a gang, and it is the uh, what the dangerous snakes that hate bullshit. That's the gang that I'm in. So, if you want to join, check out Mr. Dave Hill, who was on an episode. A few days ago, and or a few episodes ago, and he is hilarious. I love Dave Hill. Okay, he's, so he's very funny. Very funny. Very funny. All right. So the aspects. So I don't like the song "All I Want for Christmas Is You," but I do like seeing it mashed up with the goth kids doing their crazy cyber dance under the bridge. You I say, like you saying goth kids. And, and dance immediately makes me think of like we are. Out- Have you ever seen it? No, but like, can right, I tell I'll you what I'm you. thinking of? Yeah, uh, they're outside of a hot topic or outside of the mall because they got kicked out and they're all slitting their fucking wrists and like I just this is I all don't right. like this. All right. I, all- none of this is good for me. All right, well, and then I also like the sped up version of This Is America, which I posted a couple weeks ago. I also hate America. Well. Do you know the Childish Gambino song, This Is America, the music video? It's that sped up to equal the RPMs or whatever it is, the beats per minute. That's what it is. Beats per minute of BPM of All About For Christmas Is You. And it's fucking wonderful. So that's why I like that. Because I am a positive person that looks likes to look for the positive things in life. And so I enjoy things. Yes. Am I not? You are until it comes to Christmas. But that brings me to my point right now. I have a Christmas tree. A tiny Christmas tree. I wasn't gonna get a get I wasn't gonna get a Christmas tree this year. Because I have remodels happening in my condo. Oh, that's a reason. It's one of the reasons. It's Absolutely. not the reason. But I also I don't need the Christmas tree in my place. Like, okay, are we also ta- I have a tiny dog that hold, ruins hold on, everything. Hold on, hold on. Are we talking about like because we have we haven't talked about this, a live tree or a fake tree. I would always go with a fake tree because why well, cut down a Christmas tree? I'm sorry, my name is Tiny Paul Bunyan. Have you looked at the internet today? Yes, I did look at it today, and I know you like the live trees, but I like a I, fake oh, tree. Mm-mm. Okay, hold hold on a fucking second. This is somebody that hates Christmas, that has a lot of hard opinions about Christmas, because she actually likes Christmas. I don't fucking like Christmas. My mom... It seems every, like you really like Christmas. I will punch you right in the face right now, behind this Christmas tree. <laughs> what if you do it in front of the Christmas tree? 
No, my <laughs> wrong hand. No. <laughs> my mom has called me or had some crony of hers or my brother call me or probably text me. a crony of your probably your brother but but also one of my mom's friends mm-hmm. crony friend same thing um about this fucking christmas tree and it's been like a week and a half to two weeks every single day when are we gonna get a christmas tree and you got it today so and 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 by the time this airs You've had it for a few days, this is so my, better be this, decorated. This is my favorite story Jennifer. because it's so stupid. My brother, 13, uh, so my mom lives in a double house. Like mm-hmm. She lives upstairs with my two brothers. My uncle lives downstairs. They hate each other. He's a piece of shit. Yes, that's that guy. Um, so my brother calls me. He's like, hey, Sam, did you drop off a Christmas tree on the front porch? There was pine needles on the porch, but there wasn't a tree. Do you think somebody stole it? <laughs> I'm at work and it's a Friday and we are getting our dicks kicked in. Yes, I have a dick and it's made of fried chicken. You're welcome. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. And all of my coworkers at this point <laughs> have heard me screaming on the phone about a goddamn Christmas tree. And today I showed up at my mom's house with this fucking Christmas tree. Which, may I say, is beautiful. I'm allergic to this little fucking thing. And by little, I mean ginormous. It's really big. It's got a big old Christmas tree dick. You, you pay for it like 10 bucks by the foot. Yeah, I assume. I think that's how it goes. It's six and a half fucking feet tall. It, oh. So the point is, my girlfriend that hates Christmas got me a Christmas tree. I hate Christmas. But you got me a Christmas tree, so I don't think you actually hate Christmas. I hate it, but I won't let my hatred bring you down. But I didn't need this but you wanted to have it but i did also tell you that i was gonna buy you a tiny tree all right well you did and i appreciate it it's cute i like to keep my word i also bought you the beach boy (laughs) sale that's the breakup album for those of you that pay attention you already knew but if you don't if that was the album that you got me to break up with me so I could sing those sa- songs sadly, just like Adam two. Sandler. <laughs> it's just like, one song. It's one song, and I sing it sadly, <laughs> like Adam Sandler in Fifty First Dates. But I still hate Christmas, and I've bought zero presents for anyone. That's not true. You went, you went Christmas shop, Christmas. Okay, I bought Christmas. my mom underwear. Does that count? Yes. I buy her a Christmas tree, and I buy her fucking underwear every. You year. didn't buy anybody else Christmas present, Christmas. Presents. Ooh. No, I went to fucking Target. Someone got a whiskey barrel and has been drinking whiskey. I went to fucking Target today for regular ass Target bullshit. I bought toilet paper and paper towels and I better get on it and buy some people some Christmas presents. They can suck my non existent dick. A little while ago, you actually had a dick and now it's non existent. Everyone's confused. Bye bye. We have to switch to another topic for the next segment. Bye. Bye bye. Nailed it. You got back just in time. Boom. Like right on time. Professional. Wow. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, We'll have a few more of those going. Uh, Speaking of Christmas, we got a message. Uh, Also, if you need a gift this holiday season, shop small, of course. Small businesses need you now more than ever. I just got the new WMMS through the years. Uh, It's got all the different 
Buzzards on there, which uh, I have to say I like this spiky-haired one. Back further. And there's it's uh, at cleclothing.com, and you can get uh, 20% off using the word joy. Hey, hey. Uh, but I really like this. The tie-dye, the black tie-dye. It's a good look. Uh, what's a good small business you like around here? Um, I don't really, I don't know about like, um, trinkets or anything like that. It doesn't but have to be trinkets, just be anything. The, most of the, the, like, local stuff I do is food. I try yeah. to eat, I try to eat local as much as I can. Yeah. Um, like if I'm not cooking at home or whatever, but like Cleveland Vegan, I just discovered and I can't stop eating there. It's so good. It's unbelievable. And then right by my house in Rocky River is a place called Joe's Deli. And both of those places are like small, locally owned and they're just, the food is phenomenal. So. I mean, if you're getting any takeout or anything like that, I definitely recommend those places. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll also plug my ex-wife's store, Salty Not Sweet, yeah. which is a good, like, and that, that has a lot of local makers that are selling their stuff there. So yeah. you get to, like, double support local businesses by going there. Or, like, following, like, I follow the hashtag um, Cleveland Artist. Yeah. You know, that's so, a good thing. like, on Instagram so that those people show up and if they do something that you like, there's... Yeah, OK um, Pants and Eileen Dorsey are yeah. two people that got prints that you can get. Uh, and you can show support for for Cleveland artists. There's just there's so many, uh, and they just need need our help yeah, right now. I mean, my sure. dad was a, a, is a small business owner, so like that's always been something that's been important to me is to you know support small businesses when you can. Mm-hmm. For sure. So so Cleveland Clothing Company. I've been with these guys. I mean, I've been like a supporter of them since the beginning. Like when they had their first like line of shirts rolling out, and they'd go to similar events as my ex-wife where they'd be like just set up at a table yep. they didn't have any storefronts or anything mm-hmm. just like two dudes one of them is brothers with a kid that was in my grade and we went to high school together oh cool so it was just like as you know to see that company grow and that now it seems like it's like a big company yeah but it's still a local yeah. small company it's not anywhere outside of cleveland yeah yeah so and they have uh mms shirts which i love mm-hmm. and uh Okay, I have so. to get some that fit me because yeah. all I have is promo shirts mm-hmm. from a few years ago. Whenever we did our last live Indian, 2018, I think. Oh yeah. So I was still big, and yeah. I have. I went through a phase where um, I didn't feel comfortable wearing like cute clothes, so I would just wear men's mediums of everything. Uh-huh. So um, since I've lost a little bit of weight, that's they just don't fit. So I have to like either tie them up or whatever. I don't want to cut them or anything like that, but I gotta go get some clothes that fit me from them. Um, let's do this real quick. They Major League Baseball has filed a patent or a trademark for Citizens, mm-hmm. and people are speculating is the team name for the Indians going to change to the Citizens? And what are your thoughts on that? I hate that. You That's hate the it? dumbest name. It's, it's like so. Do you watch Community? Yeah. So the Community, like, oh, we're the human beings. Yeah. Like just like okay, so you you you're going. Way too far the other way. Like it's you can, super frustrating. Yeah. And like I get, I get it. If you're trying to find something that's like totally 100, percent absolutely cannot be seen as controversial in any way. But it could like, totally be seen as controversial because then they'd be like, well, what about the people that are here illegally? They're they're good people too. Or people who are applying for citizenship. Yeah, right. And whatever. Yes. It's like I don't know. Oh, citizens are better than non-citizens, and just it's it's dumb and it's lame and it's it's boring. So. I really hope that's not something that's going to We were joking happen. in the group text. Yeah. You weren't really participating the other day. I was we were doing going other back things. and forth. Yeah, I was saying like, Sometimes wait. Sometimes we had the group text going. Also, for whatever reason, there's two group texts. Did you notice that? Just delete the other one. Whatever one we were texting in today, delete the other one. And it'll just all go to one? Yeah. Are you sure? 
Yeah, one of them's labeled the Alan Cox Show, the other one isn't. That's the one that I use. Yeah, that's the that's one that one everybody that uses. No, because Pound Cake doesn't. That's the one that was going the other day with the Citizens thing in it. Oh. So I'm going to delete that one. And will it... Well, then we need to reach out to Cody and tell him that. He needs to delete that one. Oh, no, that's the one Alan did. Alan started that about ah, the Citizens. But is that... Oh. Alan started that. There's no... T- I had no text before that mm-hmm. at all in that group. Well, we'll have to teach him how to do things. Come on, Alan. But he... De- oh, you know why he does that? Oh, because he, he deletes, deletes all, all his texts. Because he's a crazy person. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. Uh, GB Art and Design is another local company. Big on t-shirts here in Cleveland. Yes. Also, Mistakes on the Lake. Yes. Friends, Lots you know. of them. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Citizen sucks. Okay, on to one more Cleveland topic. The zoo. They're getting a zip line. Are they? Yeah. I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm surprised With, they haven't done that yet. It's it's uh, going to be like two chairs and you can go down and you don't have to get like harnessed up. It's like more like a, uh, what do they call those? Like a ski lift. Yeah. That would be so fun. That would be so fun. And imagine uh, what enclosure would you like to fall into and then have to battle Ooh. fight your way out. Penguins? They don't have a penguins enclosure anymore. Why? I haven't been there in forever. It's gone. Um... Because it used to be not the monkeys. by the birds area, and like where like there's like bats and birds and maybe all this aviation. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, I'll go into the aviary because then yeah. I'm going to be on the ground and I'll be above. So they're not going to attack, right? Mm-hmm. Alfred Hitchcock taught so us anything. Want, you just want a cakewalk. You don't want to. Like, I'm not prove battling anything. my way out of any. You drop me in the grill cage? Are you kidding me? No way. <laughs> Absolutely not. Lions, no. And you don't want to just become Polar one of them. Bears, nope. I feel like if I if I fall into the lion's cage, I'm riding one of those lions out of there. No, you will not. Yes, the I lion will. will. I will tame that off. lion. No, we're, at first we're going to be adversaries, but then we're going to learn to understand each other. Nope. In a You're very wrong. quick amount of time. Very wrong. <laughs> uh, uh, maybe the this otters. This is where Mary's the pessimist of uh, the situation. I'd hang out with the otters. We'd otters like are great. swim and play and stuff. That I'd be in, I'd be into that. They they're very cute. I like an otter a lot, but I think it's a it's a cool thing. I think it's going to be. Uh, they said they want to have it done by like Memorial Day. Oh, that'd and be And it's awesome. going to be going all year long, which I think is hilarious to be like, hey, let's go to the zoo in January. Well, they do zoo lights. Yeah, I know. But like, it's just like, that's something I'm going to like force someone to do. Yeah. Just to be like, hey, it's open in January. Let's go on the, uh, on the zip line. Right. Whatever. Man, the way it was snowing yesterday, that like light, oh, soft, yeah. quiet snow. I love that. That's I'll be very asked, good. That is the only way you're going to get me outdoors in the winter. Yeah. Is that like if it's snowing like that, I don't like being cold for the sake of being cold. And I'm always cold, right? Right. So I'm not I'm not going to go walk around the zoo when it's 29 degrees or less. But or don't you like to get chill. bundled up in a nice way? To a certain degree if I'm doing something. But like again, it's got to like. be. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. Leftovers or... The DMV or house cleaning or 
Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We were prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It kind of like it was yesterday where it's a yeah, nice light it was snow. Like 30, and it wasn't it was, too windy or anything yes. like that. That's the thing is when it gets wind, like the wind is what kills you, especially up by the lake. Like yeah. it's so brutal. I'll cut right through you, man. Mm-hmm. I used to I used to have two bartending jobs downtown, and I would walk from one to the other. Yeah. And um, because it was just faster. Yeah. It was like in 2015, you know, 16, when sports were doing really well, I'm like, I can't get in my car and drive five blocks mm-hmm. in the half hour that I need to. Right. You know? Um, but I just hate that, like walking, and it's just windy and cold, and ugh. Like bundling up to go to like a Browns game or something like that, it's different because you're going to like, and I guess depending on the activity, I like ice skating. Yeah. Like, that's something I really enjoy. Ice skating is very fun. Um, I like, yeah, see, I like doing that stuff. And I like, I being out in the cold makes me appreciate being home. Because there's that moment when you get inside and you take everything off. And, your and you're warming up. And yeah. it's just like, that's such a good feeling. Like, your hair's all matted down. Mm-hmm. You're, both, you're like cold, you're sweaty. but you're sweaty. Like <laughs> yeah. It's, like after playing out, like yeah. sledding or something. Man, I haven't been sledding in forever. Sledding's fun. Go sled. Well, I yeah. guess we did the polar blast this year. Yeah, but that's like one time down. Yeah. Yeah. Like like going again and again, like going with your niece or something would be fun. We should go. Yeah, I should go sledding. Yeah. I like that. Then then see, here's my thing. The reason why I like winter so much is because I like the way that it looks. It so looks I'm great. one of those people who I like being inside and mm-hmm. warm and looking out at winter. Like going out to eat in the wintertime is probably my favorite thing. Yeah. Where I'm just like kind of warm. I it's got really good food and very I see the picturesque. snow. Yes, yeah. I love that. I absolutely love that. Uh, we got a message from one of our customers, uh, Geraldine. Mm-hmm. Uh, great live show today. I don't know if you have each show planned or not. I was curious to hear what some of your uh, your or Mary's holiday traditions were, or maybe some funny stories from Christmas past. Favorite gifts, worst gifts, and then also like movies and stuff like that. So there's a lot to cover there. Yeah. But like one of my biggest Christmas memories was. Uh, I was in kindergarten, and we were at a Christmas party, and it was uh, Christmas Eve, and I was just, like, all these adults there, and I stepped on this guy's foot. He was actually a Mormon missionary at the time, so he's from, like, elsewhere, and he's just there at this party, and I stepped on his foot, and he launched me into the air, and I landed on my arm, broke my arm, <gasps> same arm that I'd broken in the summer is actually my left arm, oh, no. and then I had to spend Christmas Eve in the hospital oh damn as like a kindergartner so yeah. i still believe in santa oh, no. it was and like i kept crying for my mom it was terrifying that sucks yeah i don't have anything depressing like i mean no. i mean I don't, again it wasn't really depressing it was like because that's just like it's not depressing when you're that young yeah 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 i get what it's you're just saying. scary yeah it's I just guess. like it's a regular you're like this is different i don't like this and then my brother and sisters were well my sister was pretty young still but they were like losing their minds because they couldn't open presents till i got home yeah and they oh, couldn't I set my yeah, arm yeah, until yeah. the morning because the doctors were all oh they're home for christmas they're all home for christmas <laughs> so like i had to spend the night there my mom brought me one present to open and like they didn't, your mom didn't stay with you she did oh okay but she like like i was knocked out so like i don't know how long i was actually yeah there yeah uh but i got uh like she went home and got stuff or my yeah. dad brought her stuff or whatever but there i mean we don't really have a lot of traditions that we do anymore but we used to go to my um 
my Aunt Vicky's, which is, we still do this on Christmas Eve. Everybody mm-hmm. goes over there and food and drink and blah, blah, blah. And then on Christmas night, we would go to my Uncle Tony's house. This is on my mom's side. Because um, she has eight brothers and sisters, tons of cousins, everything like that. And we would play games. So, like, yeah, catchphrase or whatever. Fun. And it was great. And... um it was a bummer because we kind of stopped doing it right around the age. I think the age was 16, where all the kids who were under 16 had to stay in the basement mm-hmm. and play. And then all the adults, if you were 16, I think it was 16. It might have been 18. Um, I think it was 16. But you you were finally allowed to come upstairs. And like you could like play the games with the because they're all drinking and yeah. having a good time. And like you don't want to be annoyed by kids. So right. just like go in the basement. Yes. And um, we only did it for a few more years after I was able. I remember coming back from college like once. And then everybody kind of started to have their own family. So, like, mm-hmm. our group of kids were in their 20s and 30s having their own kids. So then people kind of started, like, branching and doing their own family yeah. things. Um, but we still, yeah, we still do some of that stuff. My mom and I have a couple. Um, so my favorite movie is It's a Wonderful Life. Yes. My mom watched it while she was in the hospital with me after she gave birth. Because I was born around Thanksgiving. My birthday is November 25th. So every year for my birthday, um, we usually, she'll come over. And we'll do like a brunch. We'll have like omelets and fake. We would have mm-hmm. mimosas. Now we do like fake mimosas with the sparkling grape juice and all that. And we watch It's a Wonderful Life. And we've done that since I've moved out on my own. So like 2017, it's only been a few years that we've done that. But it's been awesome. But it's like a nice little tradition. That it's so have developed. great. And yeah. It's, yeah. It's cute. Uh, I love it. And then she usually comes over Christmas morning as well. Mm-hmm. We don't have to watch that movie. We usually do. Yeah. Um, but we'll do the same like Christmas morning brunch. Because, you know, we go to my dad's for dinner and yeah. they're divorced. And so you want to have like some time some, yeah. with her too you know on the holidays so well, like with my family like we my parents would do the like manger scene and mm-hmm. they like read from the bible like on christmas you guys Eve interact when we'd all get together and yeah they make the like kids dress up like that are you and, serious oh, i yeah, was like, joking <laughs> no like i like and it wasn't like they had like real costumes you'd like put blankets over your yeah, head yeah, and be yeah. like a, a shepherd or whatever mm-hmm. and uh was it a fight over who got to be jesus well, it's always the baby, because there'd always oh, be a baby. Yeah, so we yeah. just use whatever baby was new as the baby <laughs> Jesus. And right. then, like, uh, like some years there'd be like three baby Jesuses because mm-hmm. my aunts and uncles would just, there were so many kids Keep in our family. Kids, yeah. yeah. So there'd be a lot of that. And then, uh, just th- then so much of that were like the adults, and there wasn't any drinking because everyone was Mormon, but the adults would do one thing and the kids would just go in the basement and just like, wreak havoc oh yeah yeah, yeah so loud and so uh obnoxious yeah and then with my my kids you know we just do like a pretty typical christmas day where we'd open presents in the morning we'd have uh we do stockings Mm -hmm. and then we do a breakfast and then we'd have the presents after the breakfast yeah 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 kind of like break things up yeah that's fun we never yeah i mean growing up it was a broken home and whatever whatever they always my parents always did try to make the holidays as best as they could yeah. you know even if they couldn't stand each other you know mm-hmm. what i mean so that's like, nice though my dad, at least they yeah, tried yeah. my dad after he left he would come over with like garbage bags full of gifts and um you know he'd come back to my mom's house before we moved in with him so there were a few years in between when he would do that and so they always you know most of my memories are good even though if i were to probably dig deep they'd be super depressing yeah but i'm gonna leave them with yeah they tried their best they tried their best <laughs> you know and again, what i mean it's, they it's tried only their de- best to make a good situ- a bad situation good you everything's know? depressing when you are a certain age mm-hmm. but like when you said like oh that's depressing that you're a little kid in the like yeah. no but it's not i don't think of that as like a sad thing it's almost like one of my most memorable christmases because it was so different than the other ones and it also was really endearing that my mom was there through the night with me and like brought me a present and tried to make it you know 
be as normal a Christmas as it could, considering I was in the hospital. But there was also an ALF special that came out around that same time. There you go. That I was thinking about. Because uh, th- it was about, like, a little girl that was in the hospital for Christmas. And ALF, like, was her, like, guardian angel or some some weird thing. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, I'm like the little dying girl from the ALF oh, thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so... Yeah, Mormons celebrate Christmas. Mormons are the the name of the Mormon Church is the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. So it is a Christian church. It's just like another Protestant church. People don't know that about Mormons a lot. Yeah, they think it's not a, a Christian like its religion. Own thing, yeah. yeah, but it is. So there you go. They do that, and then they they celebrate birthdays and all that stuff. You're thinking of Jehovah's Witnesses that don't do any like celebrations. Mm. That's their that's their thing. Yeah, they don't do that. Uh, all right, let's do some voicemails. Want to do some voicemails? Sure. All right. Where is that? All right. I'm going to hook it up here. Come on, though. Well, it's a lot, and I don't have a producer. Just me. All right. Here we go. Hey, both of you. Ron from Talmadge. Uh, Great live show today. A couple things. Fire sauce is the best Taco Bell sauce. I also take regular dishes into the car. Uh, looking forward to jokes on you this Sunday. And lastly, your call-in number is 216-30-CURVE, <laughs> which works if you want to open your own Curves franchise. <laughs> or alternatively, 216-302-TRUE, and you can let Mary have that number so she can do a live show about her Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ron's great. Uh, I love Ron. That is very fun. Uh, and yes, we are doing jokes on you this Sunday. Uh, so if you don't want to watch the Browns game, come on out. And, oh, uh, it's a night game. Yeah, it's a night game. They move to nights. And I was like, John, you got to be ready. There's not going to be a lot of people there this week. I mean, we start at 7, so you can watch both. We'll be done before the game starts. I thought the game started at 8. Like 8.20. Oh, so you're going to be like, just, this is a one-hour show. Yeah, we're going to keep it nice and tight this week. He asked me to do it, too. And I was like, I mean, not that I love doing that show. I do most of them. You know, I'm. You know, if you want me, I'll be there. Um, but yeah, there's going to be five people there. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, do you agree Taco Bell's the fire sauce? A lot of people... Too hot. A lot well, of... I haven't revisited it in a while. But yeah, because now you got like I've, iron tongue. I know. I've upgraded. Yeah. So when I got Taco Bell a couple weeks ago, it had been years. I was whenever I was quarantined, so around mm-hmm. my birthday, um, I upgraded from mild to hot maybe. Mm-hmm. I used to only get mild, and I think I switched to medium a couple years ago, and then I think I got hot sauce for yeah. the first time from Taco Bell, and it w- it was good. It was like it's a kick. Good. I've it's never nice had kick. the fire sauce. Though. Um, and he also takes glasses into the car, which a lot of people uh, reached out about that. Yeah, They're well, like, stop doing that, you crazy. You're person. definitely not supposed to, yes. and I know that. I have plastic cups that I've taken from like restaurants I've worked at. Yeah, like the they're like plastic Coke cups. I have those, but it's just usually just like I'm, having an open cup seems like so bad to me. Why? I, I mean, it's gonna very, spill. Yes, that, that's that's why <laughs> it's the probably, spilling, and then it gets into parts of your car that you can't get to to clean. It's honestly, well, and I'm not usually taking anything but water. Yeah, like I'm not, I'm not taking pop or anything right. like that. Um, but. 90% of the time, if I take something in my car with me, it will be like a travel case or like some mm-hmm. kind of a bottle or something like that. But every now and then, if I'm just like <laughs> rushing out of the house, I'll just grab the water I was drinking and bring it with me. Yeah, that's Just not to have something to drink. And I think that comes from never having nice cars, where it's like, so what if it spills? Yeah. What's the difference? All right. Fair, you know? fair, fair. All right. Let's go with this one. 
Hey, Bill, Mary. I just want to say I love that you guys are doing these extra shows on Bill's podcast. I think it's awesome. You guys uh, see me through my day every day. I want to- Real quick, make sure you guys subscribe to the channel, too, and then also check out the – if you can't catch it here on YouTube, it's on iHeartRadio and Apple Podcasts. Uh, comment on um, the first topic that you guys talked about today, how guys always have to double-check you on everything. I do that. Uh, I get that all the time. My husband does that to me when I do house projects, when I'm doing talking about sports. He's always double-checking me, and it drives me crazy. So I completely understand, Mark. I get it. You, um, I feel you on that. So, um, And Merry Christmas, both you guys. Love the show. Talk to you guys later. Measure twice, cut once. It's infuriating. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. You it's just not. want to make sure that you're right. Don't ask me. Just make, Don't ask yeah, me. It's just, just making sure things are right. I get it. But then, then research it again, on your own. Don't sometimes, ask me. Sometimes it's not asking. It's it's just, like I said, people if telling you things. it's offered up, I get it. Yes. So if anybody is interacting with me, I'm not going to offer up information that I don't know is true. And even if... Because you know what? She doesn't. I, I don't like being corrected. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd rather not speak on something I don't know and be than be corrected. Or I'll straight up say, I'm not sure if this is true or this is, you know what I mean? It drives me nuts. All right. Here's another one. Hey, how are you doing in that? <laughs> hey, Mary, uh, just anytime you're feeling down, just remember that you're Cleveland Scene's second best comedian working on the best radio show on the best station. And even better than that, you're the greatest lawyer in the West, and you really know how to cook on a hot and steamy pot. Bye. Aw, I needed that. There that was go. such a sweet thing. Thank you so much. All right. oh, and I did use my crock pot yesterday, so oh, I did cook yeah, in a hot, hot and steamy pot. pot. Look at you. <laughs> Living up to it. Yeah, That's so. awesome. Thank you, man. I don't know who that was, but I appreciate that. Yeah. I would still like more encouragement for me to get into my dental uh, dental hobby <laughs> dental nobody seems hobby. nobody seems to think that's a good idea yeah where i'm just doing no. freelance dental work nope. uh just out of your videos <laughs> no, i mean i'll do it inside houses and stuff and I'll, oh you'll do house calls yeah okay i'll do it wherever you want to do it and uh you know just watch some youtube videos and go from there mm-hmm. that doesn't seem that you hard get a lot of traction on that hey alan <laughs> are you like that that's my uh dick from dick from dayton impression so uh, I'm listening to uh, Thursday's show, and I like it. I subscribed. Um, I haven't listened to your old episodes yet. Um, I just want to say you guys are doing a good job, and I just want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas, and hopefully 2021 will be a better year. Take care. There you thank go. You. Well, sweet. thank you to everybody that uh, is has done this, uh, called into the podcast and, and contributed and subscribed. I really do appreciate it. We have a lot of fun doing it. And we'll keep doing it. We'll do it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday next week. And then the following week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday as well. And uh, anything else you want to add, Mary, before we sign off for the day? Um, Make sure we hit all the topics I want to. Yep. I'm pretty sure. I mean, we don't have to talk about this, but we can. I'm pretty sure that uh, the ice cream I got yesterday wasn't vegan. Because I was... Yeah, let's talk about so this. Let's talk about sick. diarrhea. I was so sick. And like I'm like it my, I don't think it was the food that I made because and if it if we both well, It wasn't your wet taco? It, it might have been my wet taco. I don't know. <laughs> but it's like all that stuff I've had before. It was chicken and vegetables and salsa, you know what I mean? There was nothing in there that would have made me sick. And it was like maybe twenty minutes after I ate the ice cream that I was like, Oh no, and like I had to go to the bathroom and then it was like 
two hours that I did not leave my bathroom. And I was laying on my floor. Oh, Jesus. So sick. Like, just, well, that's why you're depressed. You're dehydrated. I'm, sh- I'm dehydrated as hell today. And yeah. I, I was just fighting the urge to throw up for like three straight hours because well, I here, hate throwing I up. Kn- and I'm I like, know you hate throwing up, but it's one I know of those I'll things feel better. where like, <laughs> if you I just will. get it out that way, you're going to feel better. So like, what's worse? Like, I know. You got, I know. So, like I that get stubbornness it. that you have, I just seems it makes me so counterproductive, so shaky. Like to even to think about it, I hate it so much. And I know it's irrational, and I understand mm-hmm. that. But I was I was pissed because I'm like I called the ice cream place and I was like, listen, I think you guys messed up. And I was like, I understand if it's an honest mistake and like the, maybe it was a new person or they just grabbed the yeah. wrong thing and like and the girl got kind of not like shitty with me but she was like wouldn't you be able to tell the difference and i was like actually that's the reason why i come here is because i can't because well no because your vegan ice cream is so good mm-hmm. that i can't tell the difference and so i was like aggravated and i was like listen if it's i i just need to know mm-hmm. because if that's not what it is i'm going to go to the hospital right you know what i mean like and, and just the way that i felt i was like i know that's what it is and the, the manager called me back he's like i assure you i looked through it i watched the tape i called the guy you got the right i was like i don't think that i did mm-hmm. and like even though he's saying them like there's no way there yeah. unless I, I didn't eat anything else i ate the food that i made but it was just chicken and salsa and vegetables well, you know what i mean wet taco i think, think it's not fair to blame the ice cream well, place when you i'm gonna eat that. wet tacos again here in about 10 minutes so then so we'll know if i get super sick then yeah. i will apologize to the ice cream place <laughs> was it the vegan sour cream that you tried i thought about that because i mean that could have just been that gross that your it body's was like, get out disgusting. of me. disgusting. It yeah. was really, really nasty. Yeah, there's like, some vegan stuff that is real, real good, and then there's still stuff that they are trying to figure it out. It tasted like they melted down Play-Doh. It Ugh. was awful. It wasn't Ugh. even a good texture. It was, like, gritty. It was really bad. It could have been that. But I know how I feel when I eat dairy, mm-hmm. and that is how I feel. So I was very upset about that. Well, that's disgusting. Yes. I just had to get that out. It's on my head, on right. my head in my brain. <laughs> All right. Well, that is this episode. Thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, Goodbye. This is the Bill Squire Show. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.